Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch an episode of the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime, or Sailor Stars anime. What? And talk about why it is that we love it so much. And congratulations, everybody. We've made it to 100 and nice. Oh, Oh. terrible. That's right. We are going to be watching episode 169 today, uh, which is called The Cursed Mirror, Memory Caught in a Nightmare. Uh, and I, I have some thoughts and feelings about this, so uh, let's let's get right into it. Let's introduce our guest. Returning for the final season is one of our favorites. Amanda Meadows is back. Amanda, welcome back to the show. I'm adding applause. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, I am so glad to be back for the final season. Sailor Moon Sailor Stars is a crazy season, and I'm so glad to be here for it. It's, it is, it breaks the format. Yeah. In a way that I really, really like, but I have, I, I got some thoughts. Also more tone, you know, that's, gets a little more serious. It, the mood has changed. The mood has changed. It feels, there are episodes that feel straight up goosebumps, but that's part of the fun. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I wrote in, I mean, I wrote the last note of my notes for this episode is that they've started the season with the end of a season. Yeah. Here's my question, because I know, like, I have oh. never seen Sailor Stars before, and I have specifically avoided watching more than, like, an episode ahead, because I want to experience the, I, I want everybody to experience the show along with me. Um, is this going to be, like, an R situation where they're going to spend, like, 15 episodes dealing with Nehalenia and then all the other stuff is going to happen? Or is this all just going to roll in and tie together? Do you want to know? I, I do want to know if that is going to be the case. It's like there's like a split. A split. In yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like half of Nelenia. Because I got to say, I mean, I'm weirdly enough, I'm doing the end of the episode now. But uh, I uh, am really enjoying all the Nelenia stuff that's going on. I think it's really fun. And I think it's it's really interesting to see a Sailor Moon that doesn't have a monster of the week that has like an ongoing plot. Well, again, I, like I said, I, I think they, they're starting with the end of the season. Like, this is what the last, like, four or five, or sometimes a little bit more, episodes of the season feel like. Yeah. Memory is sick again. Exactly. But, but there, I will say, there, at, least, at least part of it carries over. You'll see. Okay. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm genuinely interested to find out where it goes. So, before we get into all that, though, Amanda... You are not a a new guest of the show. You've been on before a while back, I think. I think it's been a, a hot minute since you've been here. Yeah, I think it's been like maybe has it been two years? Oh my god! I let's see. Time is uh, weird. The first time you were on was all the way back in episode thirty-one. Dang. Which was the uh, the Rhett Butler episode? Oh. oh my god, that's right. Oh, I love that episode. <laughs> there were there were some uh, there were butts. <laughs> so many cat butts. The last time you were here was 
was not not too long ago. It was about 30 episodes ago. It was episode 132. Oh, right. Uh, when Usagi had the weird horse dolls. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That Wait, I, what? I messed up. There was another Amanda. There's another Amanda? How I is. remember I was I was on another podcast with you recently, uh, Xena, Xena Warrior Business. That was like a year ago, maybe? Our sister show. You were yeah. last here on episode 80. Yeah. So. That uh, is a long time. Yeah, that was back in the uh, in the Esmerod days. That's true. Uh, so mm-hmm. I guess this is the time where we ask, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life recently? I have a couple items of business. Uh, the most important Sailor and business. most recent, yes, of Sailor business, please, is uh, I, I bought a Sailor Moon bomber jacket. Whoa, um, uh, dope. Yeah, it's really dope. It's uh, Torrid did a Sailor Moon capsule collection. Uh, like several months ago and the jacket went on sale and I was like, it's time. This was, this was meant to be. Uh, um, and I now wear it with pride everywhere. All right. I gotta, I gotta see this thing. Let's see. Sailor moon bomber jacket. It's pretty sick. It's got an embroidered patch on the back. It's got all the symbols around the collar. It's everything you want. There's lining. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it's the perfect weight. Like I can wear it anywhere. I'm just saying, if there's any left out there, fans, please grab one for yourself. And then, I, this isn't that recent, but I I saw um, there was like an in-theaters event last fall, I want to say, uh, that was in theaters. And I went uh, all the way from West Hollywood to North Hollywood to to watch it. And it was all, uh, it was the Galaxia uh, was, the, was the villain. and. Uh, I forgot how much I liked Galaxia. She's a real bad bitch. And so I now have changed one of my important passwords to include the name Galaxia in it. I won't tell you which one. Yeah, maybe yeah, not say, Maybe not is... a great thing to announce yeah. on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it, did, yeah, it could be, be anything. It could be anything. It could be anything. Y'all don't know. What is your, uh, what is your mother's maiden name, though? <laughs> Weirdly enough, that is also Galaxia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yes. Was Galaxia the Galaxia wasn't the weird circus one, was it? No, that was Batty End. Which one yeah. was Galaxia? Was this the musicals that were in theaters? Yeah, it was. Oh, the, it was, it one was of the, the musical. musicals. Yeah. Okay. okay. Which I genuinely regret not going to see. It after was, it was bonkers. The musical was bonkers. Yeah. After enjoying uh, the super live as much as I did, like I really regret not going to see the musicals when they did the theater show. Yeah. Uh, Galaxia sort of has like a Roman aesthetic, golden hair. Oh, right. Yes. Galaxia. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I know who we're talking about. Yeah, of course you do. You know more about Sailor Moon than I do. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I just embody the spirit of Sailor Moon, but you know the actual facts. Uh, Well, that's sometimes. (laughs) Not not often. Honestly, no, we don't. It has been proven time and time again that we rarely, if ever, know anything about the show. We just like watching it and own microphones. That's and we all. talk about I it, I just yeah. really want to believe that you two are authority figures. My illusions are shattered. Sorry. But that's okay. It gets better this way. I still respect you as peers. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, any yeah. Sailor Moon developments for you since the last time we talked? Uh, since last time we talked, 
No. Okay. How about you? Nope. <laughs> was there a little bit of lip smacking while you were thinking? You're like, hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Everyone's that is exactly what occurred. Yeah. Have in their ears. <laughs> we just became an ASMR podcast. Let me, great. let me blow my nose real quick. Okay, great. And do some coughing. So, Should we I'm do just gonna like some- tight and close <laughs> sailor business? Oh. So uh, what happened next with Sailor Moon was that uh, she transformed and it was uh, pretty exciting. Are you doing NPR sailor business? I like it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. No, we're, we're doing, we're doing like this as an ASMR podcast. Is that what, is, is this what ASMR podcasts do? I thought they did the like paper rustling and. Well, they, they do all of that, but you don't want to talk in a way that's going to disturb. That's that. true. So you have to like, whisper gonna, a little bit. I'm just going to rustle a little paper here. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't have any. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. I have scissors. <laughs> Here's a, an issue of Uncanny X-Men. I'll flip through the pages. This is the show now. Yeah. I yeah. have like a little pack of Kleenex. Let me just kind of. Oh. What do you think the odds are that any of this is going to make it into the final release? A hundred percent. What do you think the odds are that we've like offended people who actually like this? I think not, not what we're doing, but like the actual real podcast. I think it's much more like, likely that people who listen to ASMR are going to be like, yes, this is the content that I crave. Okay. Crossover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for a new audience. We do this on Xena business as well. Uh, oh, Ali even has a name for her uh, ASMR Sona, which is uh, Yolanda Whisperfeather. That's her <laughs> ASMR name. So great. So now it's coming to this show as well. Uh, but enough. But enough talk. Have at you. Let's talk about uh, this episode of Sailor Moon. You guys ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The subtitle is a banger. Still not sure about the the new theme song. It's still still not still not grabbing me. It's great, and you're wrong. I, I mean, look. That's fine. It's like a pop song. It feels less like a cartoon theme song and more of like a city pop jam, which I'm okay with. It's just different. I do think we've talked about this. The album version is better than the one we have. Yes. So listen, all you have to do is imagine the like first couple lines. Like, and then the then push play it just doesn't get me hype like moonlight and setsu did anyway we are watching as i said previously episode 100 and nice which is called uh the cursed mirror memory caught in a nightmare it was written by genki yoshimura directed by nario sasaki the animation director was minako ito very close to a, a senshi name that one. <laughs> yes uh, and the original air date was april 13th 1996 hope you got your taxes in everybody now amanda i don't think we actually alerted you that we were going to do this bit (laughs) before we started recording but since these episodes were never translated into uh english and released in a dubbed form i should say Mm -hmm. uh, we like to come up with what would have been the terrible dub title (laughs) so uh, i've got one jordan do you have a dub title for this episode Uh, no but i'm gonna think about it right now (laughs) 
You don't think about it while you're watching. You have no excuse. You know the bit is happening. It was your idea. Yeah, remember last episode? I found out I'm really bad at it. Yeah, you are. I'm extremely good at it. Good, good. But I'm going to think of a really good one right now. Okay, you do that. (laughs) Well, don't wait for it, though. Like, talk while I think. Uh, Oh, my God. Um, uh, My boyfriend's trapped in a funhouse mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, I feel like that's more of a Goosebumps title. It is. I'm still kind of on that Goosebumps vibe (laughs) with the season. (laughs) Uh, Hall of Mirrors, colon... Mamoru in crisis. That's no, that, just basically the title. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a Japanese style title. We want an yeah. English style title. I mean, okay. Like, here's the here's a bad one that I want to try <laughs> okay. and think of a better one. You know, Mirror Mayhem. Yeah. See, you went with the, oh, yeah. the oh, easy yeah. alliteration. That's why you're never going to get promoted here at Cold <laughs> Wow. This oh, is sorry. brutal. <laughs> Here's my suggested title for this episode. A Poor Reflection. Oh, see, I was trying to think of something with reflection in it, and I couldn't get anything good, and that's a good one. Damn. Reflection of Darkness. I, uh, I, I, I put a lot of thought into these as I'm watching the show. <laughs> okay. Um, I, it, so, shows. it shows, Chris. <laughs> thank you. The only thing I was like, I was like, reflect yourself? No, that's no good. Check yourself before you reflect <laughs> yourself. I mean, that is pretty perfect. Before we get into the actual events of the show, um, so we're going to do this, we're going to do this one where the, where the love interest is mind controlled to slap his girlfriend around, huh? We're going to do that one? Yeah. I was, I was disappointed. I kind of forgot that that happened and I hate it. Yeah. That's my least favorite plot that is used in everything. Yeah. It's like, why, why did it have to be slappy? I don't get it. Well, the answer is obviously because that way they can have the terrible thing happen and then have it be no one's fault yeah but why do we but but they don't have like right the the show should just be happiness it's not like they're getting tax breaks for it they don't have to the terrible thing doesn't have to happen at usagi's face (laughs) but i mean generally speaking it does by which i mean like this show is about people shooting things at her face like that does happen and that's a lot. the most heartbreaking thing that's like the worst thing that can happen is her her true love and again it's it's better than if he did it for real obviously I mean, is that really is that <laughs> is that the standard we're holding the show to now i mean yes because 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 in many other things it would have just been real I think that's like the thing that's just frustrating because I mean this happens in everything and it's like sometimes it's a slap sometimes a character just gets raped for no reason um and it's like why do the femmes have to absorb all the pain that's usually what happens and it's like why does he could be evil at something else yeah I just like I feel like you could do this this same plot mm-hmm. and not lose anything just by having Memoru be completely uninterested in Usagi. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That would be more hurtful than anything. Yeah, and then we see his sex face at the end as he hugs a mirror. <laughs> and it's fine. Because, like, I like, I actually genuinely like the plot as it as it is going. I just don't like that we're getting that again. Now, when you say again, what are, what are you referring to? I guess I'm not... Oh, the, 
No, there's like it is a it is a commonly used trope. Is it? Yeah. Not in say. Oh yeah, like where where someone gets mind controlled and and slaps their wife around. Yes. Yeah, it happens in so many things. Yeah. I think that's like I, w- I wasn't really thinking about just Sailor Moon. I was just thinking like in general. Oh my god, this trope. Yeah, and I mean I know that we've gone through the show. The, or through the plotline before of Mamoru breaking up with Usagi. So we don't need to do that. But like, it would be so much weirder for him, I think, to just not be like present. Like he, he doesn't show up as Tuxedo Mask. He's not paying any attention to Usagi or to Chibiusa. Like, I think you get so much more out of that without going back to this, which I think is like really, really hacky and uncomfortable. And I don't like it. I strongly agree. All right. Well, I guess I don't watch a lot of things where that happens. I, I, are you honestly like unfamiliar with this, this as a a, a plot device? I, I feel like I'm much more familiar with things where men just slap women in control of themselves. So, I mean, obviously, terrible. <laughs> right. I, I almost was about to look up shows where dudes are mind controlled into hitting women but i don't want to look that up so we're just you're gonna have to take our word for it jordan it's a thing (laughs) yeah that's a tv tropes rabbit hole i don't want to go down (laughs) but yes aside from that though i quite like what's going on here uh especially because we are in classic sailor moon mode what what does that mean oh she's late for school oh that yes (laughs) yeah Yeah, we're one piece of toast short of having like platonic ideal sailor moon that's very true. I that that kind of like got me because I hadn't really rewatched all of season five recently. So I watched one sixty nine this week and was just like, oh, oh, great! <laughs> this is beginning how I hoped. <laughs> well, the other thing that that actually kicks off the episode, aside aside from Sailor Moon being late for school, is is what I think would make like a really funny sketch comedy bit because they are talking about this terrible disease that's sweeping the country where people wake up and they're still tired and children don't want to go to school. (laughs) Tokyo is slowly turning into America. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, Also, I think people, people find that they're hungry a couple hours after eating, you know, unreasonably. And um, they have to go to the bathroom regularly. Yeah. Listlessness and extreme fatigue. And we see someone, dealing with this problem where they just kind of like get dazed and stare into a mirror all the time. Uh, And then we cut to an episode of Steven universe (laughs) where uh, Hotaru and her three moms are hanging out. (laughs) Yeah. They're watching the news talking about it in this wonderful domestic scene where you can tell who is like, (laughs) like who's in charge here and who is, who is making dinner for everyone. (laughs) And it's, Haruka and Michiru, who are just kind of like kicking it on the couch, and Satsuna is in the kitchen doing all of the work. Satsuna is in full on mode. You think that kind of was like Satsuna, like, so does anybody else want to take a turn at dinner? And they're like, sure, the other person who let time travelers through the door. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, let me just go ahead and, and see if, uh, if anybody else here let the, let the, the Black Moon Clan come through and try and kill everybody. Nope, wasn't me, actually, weirdly enough. Well, where were you? Answering a call from a new era or something? Yeah, you know, it's it's weird. Like, 
hang on let me see who wants to make dinner did anybody else like try and break up the immortal god queen and her husband no <laughs> okay i mean you did try to kill them well yeah but you know <laughs> honestly if we're gonna be mad at people for trying to kill sailor moon then we're gonna who what friends is she gonna have left oh that's pretty close because yeah because i mean haruka's just coming out of a shower howling off her hair and uh Mishiro's just sitting there watching tv <laughs> yeah it's it's very funny because like satsuna has the apron she has the tray of food it's it's very good but is hotaru this is an honest question mm-hmm. is hotaru just short or is she in a younger body when she's not a sailor scout or does she just look like a sailor scout when she's a sailor scout and i haven't actually seen her standing next to the rest of them that often uh i think that she's not as old as them for sure okay because she looks like she looks really young in this scene not young like she was last episode when she was literally an infant right i think she's well remember you looked up her age last episode and i think that's what age she's meant to be yeah okay which was like what 12 She's like 11, 12, yeah. yeah. So she's like Chibi's age. Okay. I know. I think Chibi's a little bit younger. Well, it's it's just weird because Chibi's uh, Senshi uh, outfit, costume, uniform. Mm -hmm. Are they costumes or uniforms, Jordan? Uh, They're uniforms because they're sailors. Amanda, costumes or uniforms? I say uniform. Okay. Sailors don't wear costumes. They wear uniforms. Well, there's a really good... uh, there's a really good uh, issue of uh, X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it wasn't first class. It was, it was the one that, with uh, Wolverine and, and Kitty Pride. What was the, but it was like set in the past. Was Wolverine that first Wolverine class. first class? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's an issue of that comic where Kitty calls her costume a, a costume. And Wolverine's like, it's not a costume. It's uniform. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like clowns wear costumes what we do is important it's well, it's a uniform uh, and then later she's talking to cyclops and she's like yeah i gotta go get my uniform he's like don't call it a uniform it's a costume she's like what and he's like janitors wear uniforms superheroes oh. wear costumes i mean i'll tell you i'd love to disagree with cyclops and agree with wolverine but cyclops is right because here's the thing think about the words you're saying the sailor scouts wear uniforms you know why because they all look like the same thing yes Wolverine doesn't wear a uniform unless he's on a team of Wolverines. Here's here's the I mean, okay, we'll we'll revisit that idea in a moment. <laughs> here's, here's the thing though, their costumes, which I they're you know, because they are superheroes doing superhero things. I feel like it's chari- it, it's accurate to call them costumes, but they are costumes patterned after uniforms because they're because they're school uniforms. Well, Oh, you're talking about super, the Sailor Moon. I thought you were talking about, about yeah, the X-Men. I'm talking about Sailor Moon. I'm off the X-Men. I'm back on the Sailor Moon. No. I, I'm going to go with... They're still uniforms. So you think if you go to the future, mm-hmm. and you, you go to, to Neo Crystal Tokyo, or I guess it's just Crystal Tokyo. It's not Neo Crystal Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> that's even further in the future. Yeah, even further. <laughs> uh, that's Sailor Moon 2099. Whoa. <laughs> She's got a cybernetic eye and a chainsaw hand. I'm in. You go to Crystal Tokyo. Uh-huh. Like all of the military is going to be wearing like mini skirts and tiaras. Well, I, I have a funny answer, uh, a funny meaning peculiar, because the answer is yes. Because because I think, the military is seven people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. 
anyway, so Usagi is late for school, and also Aminako is late for school because they are. Here's what's what's got me. How long did we did we complain that Minako had no character on the show? It was a like while. a full season, at yeah. least. And then Minako got her character, and her character was she's the horny one, <laughs> and that was good and fun. Well. But now we've got Haruka and Michiru who are just basically every time we see them, they have just finished making out. Oh, you toned it down. <laughs> I, I did. I almost said the F word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Also, but I think you're also forgetting that you, you that that you you skipped Minako's first personality traits, which were like Yusagi but different hair. Yeah, well, but that's kind of what we're we're back to. Like, right. she's literally doing the same thing that Usagi's doing, literally, and, and that's fine because, again, you know, Mina, as we have discussed before, she is the prototype of Usagi, right? With Sailor V uh, coming out the year before, but when they're standing right next to each other doing the same things, it's a little, it's a little much. Speaking in unison, speaking in unison. Also, <laughs> there's no way that Mina's not faster than Usagi. Um, yeah, but Usagi's, like, getting in the way and blocking her. Okay. So you think Usagi's strategizing this run to school? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to be late. That's true. Uh, I do like that she's sobbing as she's running, and the thing she's really upset about is that Chibius is going to make fun of her because she's going to be late every day again now that she's in high school. She really wanted to make a change. Just don't <laughs> not tell happening. her. Don't tell Chibi yeah, about this. She's not there. <laughs> Isagi's too too pure for that. She can't not tell her. Uh, yeah, so it turns out that she needn't have worried. Uh, by the way, uh, we cut to the homeroom where... Uh, who's hanging out? The only two other characters. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're hanging out. That's all that matters. I guess Ray does go to a different school. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ami and, and Makoto yeah. hanging out. Uh, Ami is no, they're not hanging out. They're waiting with all the rest of the classmates. Well, uh, no, they're not because all of the like, there's no teachers because the teachers are all in a meeting trying to figure out why so many uh, students are absent. So everybody's just like goofing off and hanging out in class. Like we see two two boys reading. I think it's a manga. It might not be. It might be a magazine. But yeah, like like they're sharing a a book. Ami, of course, is reading a book that, according to the subtitles, is just called Theory of Relativity. <laughs> Ridiculous. Amazing. Because that's what smart people read. Right. <laughs> I am student. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as, yeah, as we mentioned before, this terrible the, the teachers are there to talk about this terrible disease where students do not want to go to school. Yeah. Uh, they don't get it. Like a lot of the class, mostly affecting ladies. Yes. Because, you know, you know, women, women be looking at mirrors. No, but here's the thing about that. It doesn't even make any sense because, well, you know what? I'll, I'll hold off. We'll get to it in a minute. It's, 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 it's a little weird. It's a little weird. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that I think is very funny is that obviously Usagi is oversleeping, as she always does. She's very lazy. Uh-huh. But uh, Minako mentions that she's like, oh, yeah, I saw that on the morning news. And they're like, OK, well, if you had time to watch the news, why didn't you just leave earlier? <laughs> and I really do love the idea that like Minako's awake, dressed, 
Like, she, she's just, like, on the couch. It's tough to get up. She just didn't want to go to school? Yeah, she just didn't want to go to school. Oh, my God. It's got her, too. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, uh, she's you know, taken over by a different kind of mirror. The black <laughs> mirror of television. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. It's a real commentary on our, on our modern society. Really makes you think. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of the fact that uh makoto is a brick wall i were we speaking of that because we are now I, i'm ready to speak about it we we are now because she walks out into the hall and then stops and yusagi like smashes her face on her yeah <laughs> my girl is ripped she's a very dense <laughs> person She's got a strong back from carrying these damn scouts for throughout five seasons. <laughs> like, I'm trying to see if she even, like, uh, moves when Usagi smacks into her. No, they literally do not even move the 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 Makoto frame at all. Like, they don't even jostle it. She just is, like, poof, stiff as a board. Yeah. Um, and she's weirded out because they see a girl in the hallway staring at herself in her compact mirror. Yeah. And uh, Makoto sees this and just, I, I love Makoto. She's so good. Uh, she sees this and just walks over and smacks it out of her hand. <laughs> well, I mean, first Yusagi tries to like look in it and all these things and da 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 da. But then, yeah, Makoto just like, Ksh. yeah, why bother? Let's just break it. Let's just break it. That should be the, no. That should be the strategy they take to everything. Yeah, that should be the default. <laughs> but hang on, because you're actually missing a key point which is that okay the girl's looking at it usagi takes it from her and usagi starts looking into it going i don't see anything yeah and makoto slaps out of her hand because she sees dark energy coming out of it she sees a dark shadow across the face of the white moon i, I don't know where you're getting that line from uh, does not it's sound the show i know i know it's um, in the show but this is the part that I was going to say doesn't make any sense. So, because I was very much like, wait, now she attacks people from inside the mirror? I thought she was, all these people had glass in their eye. And I think I'm right because they keep showing them all have the like yellow eyes. Yeah. I, I also was under that impression uh, that everyone who was, uh, currently afflicted with this strange disease was living out my nightmare yeah glass in your eye yeah of of you look up and space glass falls into your eye <laughs> oh and apparently i discovered that that's what happened to cable because they all have glowing yellow eyes oh man is that what happened to cable oh. about Nathan charles christopher day spring and and summers that's the one yeah soldier x well we don't call him that anymore but yes commander x that's a totally different guy <laughs> you're thinking of major x Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Who's Commander? No, there's no Commander X. Commander, Commander X, is... X was, I believe, Louise Simonson's uh, suggested name for Cable. Right, but I think in, in the modern world, it's like a member of, uh, of Anonymous. The modern world? Yeah, yeah. As in 30 years later from when he was created or whatever it is. Anyway. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He's got glasses yeah. in his eye. Everybody's got their cool eyes going on. Yeah, because Usagi, I think, saw this girl have... Uh, yellow energy reflection eye situation and goes, wait, didn't Memo also have yellow eyes? Yeah. 
Uh, I also like that we get the uh, the duality of Makoto, which is that she will smack a mirror out of your hand, and then she'll be like, hey, sorry about that. Use my mirror. <laughs> Here's a present. Now, did did anyone else get really scared something terrible was going to happen right here? I mean, I usually, but that's anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this girl refuses Makoto's mirror, and she literally says, how am I supposed to go on living without this mirror? And then picks up a shard of glass. And so yes. for the rest of the scene, I'm going, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck shit. And then the show was like, no, no, no. Get out of here. I'm a kid's show. And I yeah, was like, the, thank the God. Like, hey, we, will, we will do some weird stuff, but don't worry. We, we saved up our budget of horrifying images for when you see a uh, member of Sex Face. Yeah, I was pretty scared. And thankfully, the scene just ends then. Uh, and it was like, yes. oh, phew. So speaking of memory. Uh, Chiba Senpai, he is not fulfilling his social obligations. Jordan, what what do you mean? I mean, he's just at home buying mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> this is maybe my favorite thing uh, that Memory has done for the entire season is that he has clearly gone out because this is pre Amazon days, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's run down to Pier One. He's hitting up. Uh, He's hitting up home goods. <laughs> yeah, he's going to home goods, going going through that clearance bin, yeah. looking for all those small mirrors, uh, looking for those tall mirrors that you hang over bathroom doors. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's going to Target. Like he's going everywhere. Yeah, he has so many mirrors. Well, what what else would he be doing? I don't know. Literally anything. I would. How about going to a PC network drinking party? <laughs> I love that specific. As we hear from his, uh, his what's the what's the opposite of a, a senpai? I, people are yelling at their phones right now. Um, oh, see, senpai opposite. <laughs> kohai, kohai. That's what it is. His kohai. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, the the underclassman who is uh, outside trying to get him to uh, little scrub to go to a PC network drinking party. So, can we talk about what that is? Uh, yes. What is that? <laughs> I mean, it's a drinking party for your PC network, bro. Like, it's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Yeah, I assume Wait, so it like... was like a LAN party with an extra element of drinking oh. added. That's what I assumed it was. Did you think it was a politically correct network? Uh, no, no, party? no. No, I w- like, but I was like, are they, are they like, I don't know. Are they like... Do they work in networking together? Like what the, but, but you're right. So they're going to like all play like doom together. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's what they're doing. They're going to like, you know, down like a bunch of cheap loggers and play, play Diablo. Play, too. play Hexen. <laughs> they're going to get into Quake. Yeah. Quake. And Cause this Quake. is 96, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Quake's there. It's the one where it was like 3d uh, movement and you were like a spaceship. Uh, so like the 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 map didn't have an up and down really because it could just because you could turn in all directions. I have no idea. Oh, that sounds I like it would have made me violently ill. Is it Spaceship Warlock? No, that's not what I'm thinking. Okay, of. it's like the only spaceship game I can think of in the moment. I can't remember. This was probably a long time ago because I just remember I am a little bit older than everybody else. It was right around the time of 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 Heretic and Hexen. I remember I those. Was it those. Descent? Yes, it was Descent. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah. oh yeah, Descent. 
I never played it. It was, but I take you at your word. We literally in my at my house. We literally uh, drilled a hole in two walls and that of outer walls of the house to run a wire outside of our house <laughs> from my bedroom to the, the the family room downstairs so we could play uh, these games against each other. That's that that's is... great. And didn't didn't you live somewhere with weather? <laughs> Where drilling holes I mean, in yes, the outside but... of the house would be. It was a very small hole. Very small hole. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, all of a sudden there's an ant infestation inside. <laughs> what happened? Oh, it was a fun game. And Heretic <laughs> okay. and Hexen, where you could turn each other into chickens. I I I'd never played any of these. I just would read no? magazines about them. Oh yeah, Heretic and Hexen was like a, they were like sword and sorcery type thing. Yeah, it was like Doom, but sword and sorcery. And one of the one of the spells you could get is an egg thing and if you can hit the person with the egg they turn into a chicken and like you see them literally as a chicken they see just a little beak at the bottom of their thing which they can still use as a weapon you can run up to someone and peck them and hurt them oh uh, no do, do land parties still exist or is it just no. that we all have wi-fi now <laughs> yeah there's an internet why yeah. would there be a land party i don't know sometimes you like to get together with people in real life I, I, but you still no, want to play video games i think they still happen I mean, but just like weird people who want to like experience the same like wave of nostalgia you get putting ethernet cables together <laughs> well i mean like think about think about this like would anybody play does anybody get together to play like platform games together anymore no right no no but they would get together like people get together to play like like fighting games do they okay yeah. that's so, true like, i mean like i probably yeah, parties to play like you know i mean mario kart parties are still a thing yeah people don't just play mario kart over the internet i figured they would honestly i don't no i mean listen i'm 33 so i'm also i'm playing with other 33 year olds <laughs> You can do Smash Brothers over the internet. I don't know if you can do Mario Kart. I think you can. Probably. When I go to the mall, at the mm-hmm. there's a Microsoft store in my in my local mall. <laughs> okay. And every now and then they'll have like outside, they'll have like tables set up and there'll just be like people just like hanging out playing I don't know, Fortnite. Is that what children like? Apex Legends? League of Legends? I don't know what kids like Those these are days, all but they're that playing. kids play. Yeah. You're not completely yeah. out of touch. <laughs> yeah. So, so as in, like, these are a bunch of they're all playing against each other from different computers. Yeah, I like everybody's got their. I mean, they're all like you know laptops and everything, but they've all got them set up, and they, I believe, are playing against each other. Which is um, like every time I walk by, I'm like, is this a land party or is this something else? Is that like if I was like, are you listening to the Victrola? <laughs> like if I asked them, do you think Matoki sets up land parties in a back room? Probably. Oh, okay. All right. This, we're like three tangents deep on this, <laughs> but I got to tell you about this. Okay. So like I used to live in a uh, pretty small town in South Carolina mm-hmm. until I moved uh, up here to the big city of Durham. <laughs> no. Uh, and there was a, uh, like a comics and hobby store. And as always, I stopped in there to see if they were selling any of my things. <laughs> they were not. So I'm walking around this comic book store, which is tiny. It's like in this weird little strip mall out by the Air Force Base. And it's like just like a weird little concrete building, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just full of like tabletop gaming stuff and some comics. And I'm like, oh, OK, so this is more of like a tabletop store. And so the owner of the shop is there 
and he's like he he's very like genial and nice but he kind of looks like a serial killer <laughs> and, <laughs> and he goes have you seen the bunker yet oh no and so the other I answer, direction? honestly <laughs> i answer no <laughs> because i had not and he was like check this out and he walks behind the counter opens up a door that i had not noticed to a very narrow hallway and i'm like well i i guess i'm doing this today so i follow him oh my god and what it is what the bunker is which had not been explained to me prior to this was a weird little back room that was the size of the store because the store was not large but it was full of like tables and like tvs and like armchairs like like comfy armchairs that you could sit in and you could like rent out the bunker and like bring your your playstation or whatever and you know you and your your bros could play uh tekken or whatever Mm -hmm. but also it was again a concrete building with like three with like shoebox sized windows like up near the ceiling that were covered in curtains so it was just like a murder hole oh cool (laughs) all right so you rented it oh obviously yeah (laughs) permanently i actually live there wow yeah i'm a bunker boy (laughs) that's where you are right now (laughs) yeah and that's how and that's how i got this real estate anyway memory is too busy looking in the mirror (laughs) to go to the bunker yeah he he does not want to go to a uh a hexen party uh, so this little nerdy guy is sad and he leaves but Usagi comes up and rings the doorbell 37 million times mm-hmm. before finally going, well, I guess I'll have to take action. I actually have a key. Because I was definitely like, does she not have a key? Did he not give her a key to his apartment? Yeah, did he not give his 15-year-old girlfriend a key to his apartment that he lives in alone because well, he's an adult? Don't worry, he did. Yeah, he absolutely did. <laughs> Good job, Memoru. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I love that she inserts the key into our faces. Yes, that shot is actually, I think, really fun. Especially because her hand looks so weird. Because we get a very, like, chibi Usagi. Not chibi Usagi, but you know what I mean. And so she's just got, like, this circle of flesh at the end of her arm holding this key. And then when she... Circle of flesh. Yeah. It's the circle of flesh. Yeah, that's look, that's exactly what it is. You know I'm right. <laughs> that is my industrial noise rock band. <laughs> and then she like inserts the key into the lock, which is the camera. It like suddenly like sprouts fingers, but they're still like all in the wrong places. It's I think it's very fun cartoon. Oh, yeah, shot. Totally. I like it a lot. Um then Yusagi is a little ridiculous because she walks into the room. Uh sees a zillion mirrors and is like huh, did he have this many mirrors before oh well <laughs> i kind of love that because i kind of love that usagi is allowing for the possibility she's like look sometimes i don't pay attention oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty classic so maybe he did have all these mirrors i don't fucking know so that's when uh, she finds him in a back room in a back room in another room i don't know his bedroom presumably i don't know where she where she goes uh he's looking in a mirror like he's harry potter in book one of harry potter it's his mirror room obviously jordan oh right well it is now yeah and uh she steps on a mirror and breaks it and this is the offense that gets her uh slapped yeah 
which again I think is bad. Oh, don't don't like it. <laughs> no, of course nobody likes that. Uh, yeah, not a fan. But here's the thing: I'm gonna again stand up for Mamoru, not for slapping her. That's ridiculous. For <laughs> yeah, I should hope you would you would get some pushback on that. I, I think. Of course I would. But for uh, the same thing, I stood up for him last episode for, which is everybody else we've seen get glass in their eye is pretty much immediately boned by that situation. Mamo again pushes through it second time. Yeah, but he doesn't say, uh, he says like, I don't know what got into me. I haven't been myself lately. You know what he doesn't say? I'm sorry. I slapped you. Yes. I understand that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. That was fucked up. Are you okay? But he acts (laughs) contrite and gentle and says, I like, I have to stop being around you right now i should go take a nap i'm just saying everybody else get overtaken by the glass in their eye pretty immediately he keeps pulling back from it because he is a good guy at heart no like i mean yes obviously i just feel like there's there are different directions you could uh go with for this that did would not necessarily involve this grown man slapping his 15 year old girlfriend well if you'd like that's all I'll, i'll move on to something else speaking of things different ways you could go with things uh, things I was not expecting to have happen in this episode. Yusagi has asked her mom to make her boyfriend a lunch. <laughs> her college boyfriend. Yeah. That is something yep. that I would legitimately get slapped for. <laughs> my, my mom would absolutely be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> On so many levels. What, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so weird. I feel like were were I Akuko, uh-huh. my question would be like, isn't he rich? <laughs> yes. Well, he doesn't have servants, he, mom. He can get postmates. They don't have that back then. They, I'm sure they had. I'm sure they had food delivery available in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, but but we want in something with healthy boiled vegetables because the, they're good for you. That's true. Rich uh-huh. people are healthier. Oh, is that true? <laughs> like roughly, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. They got the good doctors who <laughs> steal organs from the poor. Um, yeah. <laughs> I stand by that. Do you think Memory is stealing organs? I guess is my next question. Like, he kind of has to be, right? No, because if he was, he could just get a new eye put in and he'd be fine. But, like, the eye thing is, like, such a, like, specific kind of calling card facial feature that, you know... I could see him like wanting to like hang around, like let that hang around for a while. Gives him character. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> I didn't see Usagi having a lunch bag. Yeah, so Memory gets his healthy lunch. Uh, Usagi is worried, understandably. Uh, but but weirdly enough, Usagi doesn't go. Something weird's going on with Memory. I wonder if it's like every other time something weird has been going on with Memory. <laughs> no. No. Which is a plot by someone, possibly from the future. No, but that's because they're all being really dense right now. Uh, because literally, what this is what has happened to Yusagi in this episode. She saw a person looking in a mirror, acting weird, took it. Her friend was like, dude, fucking dark energy almost came out of that mirror. She went, wait, this person reminds me of Memoru. Went to see Memoru, he's surrounded by mirrors, and left going, gee, I hope he gets better. Do you... Do you think uh, maybe Makoto has just been talking about dark energy a lot? 
like like her like her like, like her ex-boyfriend I don't want to get uh, a Hawaiian pizza. Putting pineapple on pizza, that's just dark energy right there. That's dark sided. <laughs> that sounds like her. Yeah. So maybe she's not taking it seriously. Wait, 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 wait. Do do people who cook really well, are they more likely to be on the pro or con pineapple on pizza? Are we about to have a pineapple on pizza I, debate? Is that where the show this, is going? This debate cannot end satisfactorily. <laughs> but I just want to know, does it have to do with like her being a cook? Is it like, that's why she's definitely like, it's bad. Or would she be like, no, I'm a cook. I know weird tastes go well together. The food people that I know are pro pineapple, but it's still such a subjective thing that like, I could totally see plenty of chefs being anti pineapple too. I don't know. Where do, where do you fall on the scale, Amanda? I tolerate pineapple on pizza. It's not my favorite, but I understand why it's good. The sweetness and acidity in the pineapple cuts through the richness of the cheese and the oily crust in a way that is pleasing if you are into that sort of thing. So I, I will sometimes take it, but it's not my first choice. That is a very fair assessment. Yeah. Where are you at, Jordan? I'm I'm with you because I feel like it's a transformative element to the pizza. It is. Like if I if I want pizza, I don't want it. But if I want pizza with pineapple on it, then I want it. Like it's two different things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's kind of like if you want do you want a peanut butter peanut butter toast or do you want peanut butter and jelly? Like they're very different. Hmm, that's interesting. I guess like they, yeah, it's a different sandwich, and that we call it something different to include the extra because you don't want to call a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a peanut butter sandwich. But no, I mean, there's, I mean, there are plenty of pizzas with weird toppings that I would consider transformative, like like egg, like you know, like just cracking an egg over a pizza. That's I have never had that. My goodness, oh, it's super good. It's like a very Italian what? thing. Wait, hold on. What do you mean? Do you mean like before? Before it's cooked, yeah, you just crack a raw you crack, egg, yeah, and you put it in the oven, and it bakes with the pizza, and you get like this really nice sunny side up thing you could dip the crust into. It's pretty good. Whoa, I have, I have never had that. I bet my wife would love. It's that. pretty dope. That sounds interesting. Yeah, welcome to pizza talk. <laughs> I am like Amanda. I am a soft pro. Yeah, on uh, pineapple on pizza, but like specifically, like it's got to be like a a you know you gotta have the ham on it you got the pineapple it has to be the specific flavor combination i'm not dropping pineapple onto like meat lovers. that's that's madness okay yeah i agree with meat lovers just because it's just already a crowded pizza but i will say uh there is i would argue for a pizza that i enjoy a lot that is like definitely sometimes pizza for me but it is uh pepperoni jalapeno pineapple it works the pineapple is like pretty killer i was literally about to say if someone told me they wanted to put pineapple on a pepperoni pizza i would tell them to go to jail (laughs) well lock me up (laughs) i think it is actually pretty dope pepperoni is just like extreme ham right it is extreme ham it's it's like spicy aged ham it's the Tony Hawk of ham. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Guitar strum. <laughs> Music cue. <laughs> All right. And uh, b- believe it or not, that actually brings us into our act break. <laughs> Jordan, you know how we occasionally talk about Sailor Moon on this show? No. I don't remember that. Yeah. The, I mean... It's mostly pizza nowadays. 
pizza but, business. Uh, what if we started a restaurant? Uh, <laughs> a pizza restaurant? Yeah, what if we got into the restaurant business? A notoriously easy business to get into. <laughs> Very high Listen. margins. Big opportunity. <laughs> Are we going to add a tier to our Patreon where we will send people slices of pizza? No, absolutely not. That's the <laughs> grossest thing I can imagine doing. <laughs> I will say that, uh, like restaurants, most podcasts also fail very quickly. <laughs> oh, well, then we're successes. Yeah, look, we've 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 crushed this field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you would like to help us crush it, oh, uh, you can back the show on Patreon. Jordan, how can people do that? All they have to do is go to Patreon.com/slash/SailorBusiness, click Become a Patron, and then you can choose the tier that you would be happy with, from as little as one dollar. Up to $5, up to $15, up to $60,000 a month. Um, and at different levels, you get different benefits, like uh, behind-the-scenes clips, like maybe us doing ASMR stuff. Maybe that made it in the episode, but if not... Maybe that made it... Maybe all. Maybe this episode for you is 20 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, at the $15 level, you can get some pins and by some pins i mean a pin uh we made two so far but uh you get your choice of them there is a tennis ball sailor moon pin and there is a the classic the classic and then there is a luna act sorry pin with luna leaning against a wall and it says act sorry yeah, from the classic episode where luna is made to act sorry whatever that means it's just <laughs> apparently a thing you train animals to do yeah <laughs> true true uh, well, we will be thanking our latest patrons on our next episode. I I'm thinking of going in and kind of reworking the, uh, not the the rewards. The rewards are going to stay the same, but I want to more accurately reflect what we have time to do <laughs> now that uh, now that uh, you are a father and uh, Allie is working several jobs and I am also uh, in a different employment place than I was when we originally wrote the Patreon. So That's probably smart. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, like keep an eye out for that. And thank you to everyone who does support us. Uh, that does help us out uh, quite a bit uh, with getting Jake to edit the show and and making sure he gets paid for his time uh, with with helping us out personally. Like it's it's a very good thing to back the show on Patreon for us. So thank you. Uh, you want to do a question? I didn't prepare any questions. Well, don't you have like a hashtag for people to ask us questions or something? Yeah, people have like, here's the thing. I think partially because you hate them <laughs> and partially because we don't ask for them that much. We... The questions, not the people. Sure. Um, <laughs> as a result, I, we don't get that many anymore. But uh, let's see. Let's see if I've got one around. I mean, I assume they're fun for someone. It's just not me. Let's see. Say there was an evil villain summer intern program. Which okay. villain would... Did we already do this? Which villain would the scout shadow to learn to improve their skills? Example, would Ami shadow Dr. Tomoe for some hard science studying? This this is a great question. This is actually a very, very good question. It's from Ginny Odo. Ah, yes. It's from a year ago. Wow. Well, it's time once again for summer internships. <laughs> <laughs> It's already June, though. This is the time when the laziest uh, students, like, get last-minute internships. Well, what more appropriate time to talk about Sailor Moon getting an it's internship? It's perfect. Uh, I, think, I think Usagi would shadow Beryl to learn how to be a uh, beautiful queen who is surrounded by, by beautiful boys. You don't think she would shadow 
Nahalinia because they look more similar. <laughs> Nahalinia is a shadow. Oh. I like right. what you did there. Or I think she would be like, I want to I want to intern with um evil uh evil Endymion. Yeah, but she's not she's not, well okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I think Minika would want someone like glamorous like Esmeralda or or the Spectre Sisters. I think. That's a really nice interpretation of the Spectre Sisters. They're like very fashion conscious and That's true. And, they were based on fashion. Glam. Yeah. Outfits. Yeah, all right. Thank you for deigning to agree with me there. <laughs> I just want to see her hang out with Mimet all the time. That's all I want. Yeah, I, okay. That's another good one. They would, But is she going to learn anything from Mimet? <laughs> no, nothing. No. Nothing at all. God, Mimet's it's be great. really the best, isn't she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's, that's, there's nobody who's into, like, cooking. Um, I think that, I think that she should shadow Boxy. <laughs> You think the Makoto should shadow boxing? Boxing. Yeah. So she can learn boxing. He's not a, he's not like a, well, he's a one shot villain. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Like, are we talking, are we talking bosses or, or, or... I mean, the example was Dr. Tomoe, yeah. but he's a boss. <laughs> he's a weirdo. <laughs> uh, another good one for Usagi to shadow would be uh, uh, Pharaoh 90. Cause he shows up really fucking late. In that season, it doesn't really do anything. Oh, that's terrible. I didn't write it. The joke you did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did write the joke. <laughs> All right, you want to get back to the show? Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And we're back. In a beautiful sunset, a beautiful pastel sunset. For the big Ada moment. Yeah, uh, we are at Hikawa Shrine. So, of course, uh, Ray, Ray's doing her after-school job. She's she's back in her uh, Miko uniform. And, uh, yeah, everybody's realizing that all of this mirror-staring and listlessness, listlessness, uh, may in fact be connected. Well, and also they all are like, also does this have to do with the mirror ladies when fighting? And I was like, oh, I guess I thought they were like crystal or some shit. But if they, if you all thought they were mirrors, then you're even dumber than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it is, it is very acceptable for them to think they're crystal because, you know, the rest of the show. Yeah. But if they're like, oh, these ladies are made of mirrors, then, then yeah, this is a conclusion they should have come to quite some time ago. Uh, but anyway but anyway and we even get a flashback to both them fighting the ladies and uh the scene where <laughs> where ray exercised a mirror uh last week yeah according to ray there are too many strange occurrences involving mirrors agreed <laughs> uh and then the weirdest pokemon we've ever heard shows up <laughs> talking about, talk about hotaru when she recites her poem yeah that just must be her pokemon name right uh yes, the the entire sentence is her Pokemon name. <laughs> talking about, talk about Hataru when she comes in with her slam poetry. Yeah, a, the Pokemon, a dark shadow on a white moon. Uh, what what else is it? Uh, a dark shadow on the white moon towards glistening golden hair. Wicked intentions loom. There we go. That's a weird name for a Pokemon, but all right. 
And then Usagi, who has glistening <laughs> golden hair and is one million percent the target of all of these things, turns around and goes, what's that mean? You're talking about the moon and golden hair? None of this is ringing a bell. <sighs> also, quick fashion corner. Oh. Uh, I really, really like uh, Hataru's outfit of the like uh, yellow, like pale yellow cardigan and the purple oh, skirt. Yeah? But Satsuna is back in her in her uh, head waitress outfit that I, <laughs> I quite like. Oh, that's right. This is the scene that gets fucking weird. Yeah, this is the one. Big, this scene is really weird. Yes. This scene is really weird. Because what happens is, I, first of all, I barely understand what happens in the scene dialogue-wise, because I was sitting here the whole time going, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like you said, Hotaru and Satsuna show up. And they're like, oh, there's there's danger, there's danger. And like two seconds into them talking, we cut to scenes of all the Sailor Scouts running as fucking hard as they can run through the city. Running, 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 running. It fades to that. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess we've cut to later and they're running. But then it just jumps back to them talking, standing around in their normal clothes and talking. And you're like, oh. And then it does like three minutes of like see-through Scouts running over them standing around in their normal clothes talking yeah we get some split screens yeah the storyboards for this episode was just like uh superimposed this unsuperimposed that i had to watch that sequence like a few times because i thought i was missing something (laughs) but they're just kind of running yeah well it's 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 hotaru's vision is what it is she says the night of the meteor shower i was struck by a sudden vision wait so this is all supposed to be hotaru's vision i don't think you're right Maybe let me go back and watch this fucking <laughs> shit again. Yeah, uh, go to it's if you're watching. Along. I'm struck by a sudden vision. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's at like thirteen twenty. Yeah, but that's no, that's her talking about the the all the glass falling in everybody's eyes, isn't it? I don't know. I think what happens is they have like a five minute conversation where they're like, "Oh, we're in danger." Really? What do you think? Blah 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 blah, and then they go. The conversation ends with them going, yeah, Uranus and Neptune are already on their way. We better go and hurry. And I think then they run (laughs) at top speed for five minutes in the scene that they played at the same time as the other scene. And then they run to Memo's house and they arrive. So you think this is all a weird way to make them standing around talking for five minutes seem more visually interesting? Yes, and not being particularly successful, but yes. Which is another thing that they always have to do at the end of the season, because they need to take some time to explain what is happening in this television show. Yeah, I definitely think that 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 running is meant to bit it must. Mamo does not live very close to where Ray lives, and they've decided not to use Sailor Teleport for some reason, and the bus is not running at this time. So they all just flat out run as fast as humanly possible. You know, the show does make up for for it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we get Haruka's new attack. What's that? Space Sword Blaster. That is a name. And yeah. you know what? It actually, actually the original name for uh, Star Wars. It it actually fits, too. Yeah. Because she swings the sword and, like, laser sword jumps off of the sword and blasts people. Yeah, it's the jump off. It's it's quite appropriate. What's, uh, what's uh, uh, Neptune's new attack? Or not her oh, new she attack. She has one, but I got, like... Mainly, I got distracted by her going, oh, I wish my intuition was wrong. And Haruka goes, really? I think this is a lot better than having too much idle time. And then 
And then Mishiro goes, are you saying I'm boring to be with? It's like, they literally are. Every time we see them, 30 seconds away from just boning down. Yeah, it's true. Uh, submarine reflection. Yes, it is submarine attack. reflection, which is... Uh, I, I, that is she not also a cool has a name. mirror, so it's it's mirrors all the way down. Right. This show. I'm just saying that's not a cool name because it's just mm. it's just what a submarine sees in a mirror. Yeah, it feels incomplete. I feel like it needs like submarine mirror and then some other like blast or some shit like submarine mirror surge. <laughs> that sounds like something. I I love to go to Taco Bell and get like a nice tall glass of submarine mirror surge. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's my 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 sailor scout power would be Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> See that? That's oh, that's good. our new. Okay, yeah. we're gonna have to start asking people what's your what's your Sailor Moon attack, <laughs> and Mountain Dew Baja Blast is maybe the best one. <laughs> so it's the one to beat, and now we will have this new segment. That's pretty for good. The remaining good. what twenty something episodes. So they go to Memru's and they start well, climbing the stairs. You know, no, hold on. I want to talk about a few things. First of all, uh, yeah, X-Force stays outside to hold off the bad guys. They're going to go in. First of all, they stand outside the elevator and push the button for 50 years. And I was like, is this another Usagi and Memru elevator episode? They just love to do those. But psych, it's not. A monster jumps out of the elevator and they have to run up the stairs. They have this weird animation of the staircase where you see where it's like a first person running up the staircase animation mm-hmm. but it's a staircase that has no exit like they go up like multiple stories of this staircase and there's never a way out of the staircase <laughs> it goes straight to the floor that Memoru's on and has no other it's access his private stair. Oh, is that what it is okay yeah she's got keys to his private staircase if you weren't a poor you would know about those Jordan. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah this is a rich people thing i have a private pied terre here's your key yeah i i'll 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 buy it all right it's weird that the sailor scouts forget that they can fly and teleport like all the time they can't fly they have definitely flown before my dude i know they have but they can't <laughs> <laughs> okay. buddy those were audience hallucinations that were shared by the animators and writers, but they didn't really happen. That's not possible. <laughs> you are an audience this hallucination. Is, this is the oh. most classic, like Marvel editor explanation. <laughs> I've ever heard. Because it doesn't it doesn't make sense in any of the other episodes other than when they randomly fly. I mean, especially it, it's actually a plot point at the end of last season that they can't fly because she has to like she's gonna fall to her death and then until she oh, grows yeah. wings. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, which she has done before. Fall into her death or <laughs> grown wings? <laughs> Both, actually. <laughs> so they finally get up to Memorus, and uh, well, before they do, actually, Usagi realizes okay, okay, fine. the shape of the the shadow she saw. She realizes that they're fighting Nahalenia. Yes, she's like, "How can that be? Nahalenia was trapped in the new moon," and. I want to be like, yeah, I don't really get it either. I was hoping you would be able to explain it, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm enjoying the season, even though it is largely incomprehensible. So they get up to Memoru's apartment, and Usagi's like, Memoru, stop looking in that mirror. And Memoru turns around and goes, I'm going to fuck this mirror. (laughs) I mean, not literally, but with his eyes. With his eyes. Look at his face. Yeah. It's true. He is making he is is making the the 
He, you you know the face he's oh, making. The the lowered eyelid, the like placid expression, the way that his hand sort of titanics <laughs> like across the mirror, like like he's in love. He's grazing the mirror. I oh. got sex vibes from this too. This is the part where he hits her. I'm sorry, I got confused. I thought it was earlier. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it happens here. It'd be crazy if it started with that, right? Yes. Uh, wow, it's, I was watching it and I was like, well, I guess Jordan knows I could skip this scene again because I didn't want to watch it again. Sorry. So, I, I, yeah. I, I just, no, I was, it was the other scene where she was going up to him and he was staring into a mirror. I was backwards. Uh, I do think it's important to note that Mamoru is like leaning up against this mirror, like just resting, resting his head on those mirror bosoms. <laughs> yeah, but not his hands, at least. No, but just he's Definitely just like he just like going going to sleep, just taking a little nap. <laughs> Until finally, uh, she reaches out through the mirror and grabs him and pulls him in, and then then he's resting his head on her actual bosoms. Yeah. So she turns into Eternal Sailor Moon. Everybody shoots her their power, but even after she does uh, her attack, she can't hold on to the uh, Eternal Sailor Moon form. She loses her wings. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that Memora gets pulled into a mirror and everybody's first response was shoot stuff at that mirror? Because I was like, yeah, that's I a mean, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. He's not a popular guy. <laughs> like, it didn't smash the mirror, but I was totally thinking it was going to smash the mirror. So wait, so what does her attack do? It stops, the, it stops all of the, the mirror ladies that are not Nehalenia, but it does not stop Nehalenia herself. Yeah. Who is totally going to mack on her boyfriend. Yeah, because every, every, all these ladies, all these queens love Mamoru. Yeah, I mean, how many ladies have seduced Mamoru at this point? Uh, Beryl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Anne, I guess, yeah. And not a queen, but close enough. I mean... She's the only person left in that society. She could declare herself queen. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I guess there are only there's only two of them in a tree. So yeah. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah, because yeah, then I think, the, I think it's just Beryl and, and Helenia. Because then Diamond was hot for Usagi. Yeah. I mean, there's also I guess uh, a wicked lady. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> For the show. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Nehalenia drags Memru into the mirror, and uh, he's gone forever. No, yeah, I hope not. bye. Hope not. <laughs> yeah, peace out, Girl Scout. I mean, I guess we'll never know. And then we get time. like we actually get a really cool shot at the end of the episode—a very Naoko Takeuchi looking, almost kind of watercolory shot of Nehalenia holding. Memo yeah. and uh, and Usagi in the background trying to break through the mirror. Helpless Memo, helpless limp Memo. Yes, it's it, it's this is it. This is the show. <laughs> this, is, this is what the show is. <sighs> it's good. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, and so that's that's the episode. And again, I really really like that we're getting an ongoing plot. And that the show is focused on this ongoing plot. And I love Monsters of the Week. You know that. Like, yeah. we've, been th- we've been through that for five years now. 
Uh, but I really do think it's cool that the show is taking some time and to kind of focus in a way that it hasn't really before. Yeah. Cause like, even, even when you get to like the end of, of season one, like there's a, there's a couple episodes, but it's not so tightly focused like it is here. And I, I really appreciate that. I think it's by and large doing it really well. Not a fan of just like the, I mean, look, we've covered it. Glass in the eye. Well, yeah, the glass in the eye. Yes. <laughs> I I think uh, this is, a, this is a fine episode. It's probably the weakest of the three so far. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I probably so. Yeah. I, I would agree with you, but I do like a lot of the I mean, stuff that, that's happening. I don't mean that as a terrible insult. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I liked them all. Well, I, I think I think like what I what I'm picking up on. I think this might be the reason why you think it's one of the weaker of the early episodes. Jordan is like, it feels very much like we're in the middle of this arc. Like, you know, there isn't really like a good conclusion. It does have like a little bit of a cliffhanger, but I mean, but also visually. There are a lot of shortcuts <laughs> uh, and that kind of that kind of makes it a little bit less exciting. Like that middle where we're doing like this kind of dreamy stuff, but it's really just confusing. Um, yeah, but I think it's fine. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, no, but again, I yeah, I, do, I didn't mean that as like it's that therefore it's garbage. I mean, I've liked all three episodes. I just think this one was like, yeah, not quite as good. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, but overall pretty strong stuff especially coming out of uh supers which was not my fave <laughs> yeah well yeah the serialization is good yes very much so it feels uh modern in a a, a really interesting way like it, it feels like the episodic nature of sailor moon feels very much like a 90s cartoon and then having this uh-huh. focused plot feels like something you would see today in like a uh a shira for instance oh yeah yeah exactly there's definitely like a 2010s vibe to the tone and the serialization um and like also even like the theme song feels a little bit more modern um yeah you could say the show was ahead of its time agreed i'm (laughs) quite a fan of it oh my god now it's like replaying in front of me and i'm watching the uh the teaser for the following episode (laughs) oh sure well, speaking of the following episode, we will be back for that. And Amanda, uh, you will join us for that one. Yes. I yeah, guess I should, could have phrased that question better. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, Chris. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, but until then, where can everybody find you and your work online? Should you wish to be found? Oh, great. Uh, this is a question that gets harder to answer as time goes on. I am uh, I am still co-publisher and co-founder of The Devastator and Devastator Press with my hilarious partner, Jeffrey Golden. And you can buy all of those books uh, on devastatorpress.com. Um, and I am currently an employee of Lion Forge Oni Press. <laughs> oh. um, and uh, we've got a couple of really great books that are coming out. Um, the monthly comic Sellies that I that I edited, Volume Two, is coming out this summer. You can get that trade. Um, and to drink and to eat, which is speaking of food, a French cooking uh, comic series that I am uh, co-translating and editing for U.S. audiences. And the first one came out earlier this year. Highly recommend that. Get that anywhere books are sold, baby. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. 
You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. And you can find... Um, uh, nope, that's that's all that's all the things I say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I could have sworn there was more. I do that all the time. I also just <laughs> forgot to mention my Twitter handle, which is at oh. Amandonium. <laughs> yes, right. All right. Uh, as for me, uh, I am also on the bad website Twitter uh, as <laughs> at the ISB. Uh, I try not to be on it as much as I can because it's awful. So uh, feel free to ask me a question directly, though, and I will try to respond if I see it. Uh, you can also find everything that I do at T-H-E dash. I don't think I actually gave out my Twitter name. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the ISB, T-H-E ISB. Uh, and you can find all of my stuff at T-H-E dash ISB dot com. Nice. Yeah, that does it. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, everybody. We will be back next time for episode 170, Night of Destiny, The Sailor Guardian's Ordeals. <laughs> and until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.